You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. This episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms. It's Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. And you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your pods. And you can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nada the Scribe, where you might find Nada making fun of me for things that that I just can't see coming. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. You you wore that shirt where you look like a lumberjack on your WCNC spot. <laughs> and then you're saying you did not see that come. You didn't see the jokes from that coming at all. You know, what's, what's funny is when I do those TV hits, and shout out to Nick Carboni for Techno allowing fam. me that platform, and yep, Technofam, Crib, hitting me up, just saying, hey, can you do a quick hit for me about the Charlotte Hornets? And so that's been a good partnership. And plus, Nick's always been real cool to have us on. So really appreciate it. Um, I look at my backdrop, right? Because where I usually record this podcast from, it's usually at my basically little dining area in my apartment. Mm -hmm. And my backdrop from where I usually sit, it's just basically a plain white wall behind me. There is a fish that hangs above my head. I've got like this rainbow trout above me. So I am going with the woodsy theme. I, I do have that thing above my head, but I don't want that as the backdrop talking Charlotte Hornets. And so I go into my little office area of my apartment where I've got a lot of my sports memorabilia, some of the sports books, just the little bobbleheads that you collect over the years. And I've got that. And I look at my backdrop and I want to make sure that there's nothing embarrassing there. Something that I don't want out there. And there's nothing that would be. I just am like, man, is there anything I'm trying to be as defensive as possible? So how, how, can I, how can I make sure this looks okay? And sure enough, the first thing I see from my co-host on the Locked on Hornets podcast, this is really good, but Walker is going to get made fun of. And so after I try <laughs> to take care of my, my whole backdrop, I forgot to make sure that I was wearing something <laughs> that wasn't going to get made fun of. And you know what's hilarious? hilarious. I had on just this random t-shirt that it, it wasn't, it wasn't a cool t-shirt. It wasn't a Hornets t-shirt. Okay. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll put on something halfway decent. And so I just, I just put the first thing I saw on. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah this yeah, is fine. Lumberjack I'll just Walker. put this on. Jack Walker. Yep. I, I should have brought the ax with me. Yes. I should have put that on my shoulder. Um, and that, yeah, like that would, that's definitely, we, we had made fun of those types of shirts yes, before. And I think on this podcast, yes. I told you that I have a couple, yes. right? Yes. I think <laughs> like, I th and now, now, you know, yeah, exactly. Now, you know, you're welcome. You're welcome. I like, like, like here's the I, thing. I, I, and this is this is the thing. And shout out to again, I, again. While I love Carboni, I only like him so much because Carboni is has brought uh -oh. on Julian Council, locked on Panthers host, who enjoys trolling That's right. me at this point, which I know you're enjoying at this point, because mm -hmm. just like the one thing about Carboni's hits is that they're pretty good. He he may be a little bit too scared to have me on the pod, but again, dude is do his TV hits, and I don't blame him. You're the I can't again. I hey, you can't blame him for that, Nada. Now, he, 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 we we got to blame you for that, Nada. You you need to you need to show up. I, I'm going to force you. Oh, I'm going to force you to do a TV okay, hit fine. with me. Maybe maybe. <laughs> but yeah, you are getting trolled now. Is that yes, what you're saying, getting, Julian yes, Council? Yes, he's, yes he's, I am getting trolled by him. Thank you very much. I love it because you know what he's saying at this point that we have to talk. Fun 
hold on. Let me go look for this because I completely Uh-oh. blame Nick Carboni for this. And we're, again, uh, for those that are listening to the podcast, we're sorry we're taking this. We're sem- I'm sorry. No, we're semi-sorry for taking this detour. But, you know, you guys are listening to us just literally for the hilarity at this point. So, so this is what he this is what Mr. Julian Council, Locked On Panthers host, said. Hey, Nada the Scribe, I look forward to listening to Locked On Hornets tomorrow where you won't be focusing on the NBA draft. Hashtag yeah. finals or bust. Mm-hmm. He knows that gets you riled up. Yes. Expectations get you riled up. I think that's what it is, Nada. Yeah, yeah, is I don't true. think you like expectations. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and real quickly, you know, I am fully aware that this, I, I am fully aware that this could be just a hilarious question that you laugh at me, but do you not have any flannel? Do you not have like one or two? This is a, t- is this a total black white thing? I might or might not have one or two flannel shirts. I only wear yeah. them when they, mm-hmm. when the te- temperature gets about, I don't know, 38 or lower. Like I only, yeah, well, and, and I'll, and I'll say this, this is not made of the material that you would normally think of as it's, it's not super warm. It's, it's this, it's, you know, I think it's just regular. It's not like crazy warm. Oh yeah. Let me bundle up and, and, and go outside and get my ax and chop down some trees. It may look like that, but that's not what the material is. And, and so, yeah, it, it's a little bit different, but I just was wondering like, yeah, flannels, Sometimes it looked good, man. So I had to rock it and I had to talk some Charlotte Hornets with Nick Carboni. All right, let's get a little bit of Hornets talk in here in the first segment before we have to take this break. They win. They win 113 to 102, not against a team that they should have taken care of business against. And they did so even with the Hornets being as depleted as they are. I get a little scared no matter who the franchise they're going up is against now, right? Like if they had Malik and Gordon and LaMelo, I wouldn't be scared. I would say, okay, for sure. This is a a team you're supposed to take care of. That's still the case, Mm -hmm. but I'm still a little hesitant to say that even with teams like OKC being the opposition, but they win 113 to 102 and they get balanced scoring all across the box score. You get five of you get all five of your starters in double figures. You get a couple guys off of the bench coming in and scoring in double figures. Brad Wanamaker and Cody Zeller, who is really good off of the bench, 14 rebounds, had 15 points to his name as well. Let's get your overall thoughts on this game before we dive into the details in the next. You know what, honestly, this was a game where they handled business. This was a game that they came out. They scared you a little bit early, but in that second half, they, they defended and they defended well. And I know that they gave up a, a few more corner threes to Svee and um, Pokusevsky a couple too many times. Outside of that, they had a really, really, really good effort. Brad Wanamaker showed up and gave you some clutch bench buckets, which I didn't see coming. Uh, we'll talk about it more in the second segment, but Jalen McDaniel showing up and doing what yeah. he was doing was really, really awesome. And then, honestly, I thought... Miles Bridges was the best Hornet on the floor last night, and it wasn't close. And, uh, like, if you're going to get that kind of miles for this stretch where he, where the rest of them are out, it might do just enough to make sure that you stay afloat while some of these guys may be coming back sooner than we think. 
Yeah. Well, let's dive into it a little bit more. No, this is going to be the McDaniels game, and hopefully we can get some more production from him as the Hornets are going to be out uh, for quite a while with Malik Monk, at least for more than a week's time as it stands right now. We all know what it is with Gordon Hayward, and we know what it is with uh, a LaMelo Ball. I want to talk to you guys about Headspace. Wouldn't it be great? If there were a pocket-sized guide that helps you sleep, focus, act, and just be better overall, there is. I'm telling you there is right now. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. If you need some help falling asleep, Headspace has wind-down sessions that their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your children as well. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus and increase your overall sense of well-being. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier. And Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash NBA. That's headspace.com slash locked on NBA for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash locked on NBA today. We'll dive into the details of this game in the next segment of the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I don't like doing that unless. Like, I am totally annoyed. I don't drop the big joker in spades that early. I don't drop the big joker. I only do it when I am officially annoyed, and I don't want to have this conversation. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Walker. I the last thing I want to be talking about at 10 at night is Blake Griffin and the possibility of him coming here. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. You can follow the Locked On Today pod on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And rockauto.com is a place you also need to be visiting. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or your food. Those are extremely important. So why would you choose to spend 30% 50% or 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, you can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or your truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you they have an amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com all right let's dive into what is the Jalen McDaniels game not at least it is right now unless he follows that up with a better performance and he gave us a career high last night 21 points it was a really good third quarter for him 9 of 14 from the field 6 rebounds he added 32 minutes in this 
this game as a starter. So it was the second start that he got this season. And he showed up in a big, big way. And how about James Brago trusting to leave McDaniels in that game after he picked up a fourth foul pretty early and decided to leave him in. And he delivered without having to pick up another one enough to get him out of the game. So good job there from Jalen as well. Hitting a couple of corner threes, going three of six from beyond the arc. I love McDaniels. Nada, you know this. I just like him as a guy that could be as someone that's, yeah, he's a project, but he's already given you you some good evidence out there on the floor that he's worth investing more into. And you go back to last season at the end of the year, he was one of the guys that Borrego was going to first off of the bench. Jalen McDaniels now is being asked to start because of some of the guys that are injured on this roster. Really good game for him last night. Really awesome to see someone step up and help the Hornets get this. Yeah, win. Like this, like this was the game that kind of, like he was scratching at last season. Like this is where like he was scratching at this before the pandemic hit last season where he would have these games where he would impact everything. And and then the pandemic happened and then he comes back and he's doing a lot of the same stuff that basically got him benched for a long stretch for the long, long stretches of time this year. I am at the point where like, I, like I want to see more of this. And the only thing that bugs me thus far right now is that it took him starting for him to understand that this needed to happen. Like, that's the only thing that bugs me about this is that you couldn't do this off the bench. You couldn't be this kind of guy to where you just need the rhythm. Or does he? I, I just work. I just wonder what was it going to take to unlock this? Because in this previous starting starting spot or like something like that, this wasn't there. The guy that we saw last night, now granted, it's against OKC, and, this is, and OKC is not necessarily a, t- a team trying to win. But the guy we saw last night, that's a rotation guy. That's a guy oh, that yeah. if, done, it, like, if done right, that's another one of Mitch's like finds in the late, in the late second round. And that's like... <laughs> I guess where I'm at is like I want to see I want to see so much more because what he did last night was tantalizing. You know, with Borrego, it, the Hornets win their 26th game of the season, and I've seen a couple people throw this out there. Some Vegas outlets set the preseason over under at 26 and a half. With the Hornets' next win, they're going to surpass that, and they've got 22 games left on the year. Eight of those games are going to be against teams that are currently out of the playoffs right now. So impressive season for the Charlotte Hornets with a few guys having the best seasons of their career and not too many that you just think are having a God awful disappointing kind of season. Um, So the Hornets, they're going to surpass that. And with the few problems that I've had with Borrego this season, I I think the one that I keep coming back to is just not playing guys. I I think he should. Mm -hmm. Jalen McDaniels at the beginning of the season was one of those players. And remember McDaniels comes out and he was kind of good for about 15 minutes uh, a game right at, right at the season's beginning. You you look at him getting 11 minutes against OKC, the second contest of the year, Mm -hmm. 16 minutes against Dallas. That was the last game of December, right? Memphis, the two games against Philly, 
averaging 15 minutes. And then you see in February, he's averaging a few more minutes per game there as well from mid to late February. And, you know, it wasn't great offensively for him. Wasn't hitting uh, shots all that much. And so James Borrego takes him out. And then you see him now what he's doing, you know, having to step in the last two games have been pretty good for him. 17 minutes against Boston, but goes three of six from the field. And then you see maybe the best game of his career, probably uh, against Oklahoma City, you know, going with that 21 point performance. I hope that McDaniels is a guy that they keep leaning to. Not I like his defense, his physical attributes. I mean, they're (laughs) I don't want to say they're crazy rare, like you see freaks in the NBA. But he can move as a three at 6'10 with that kind of length, with the ability to knock down shots from three, to kind of to have that kind of instinct. You know, he's flirting with putting the ball on the deck a little bit more. Like, I don't want him you know, trying to take guys off the, the, off the dribble a ton, but I, I don't think it's just a non-existent part of his skill set. I, I really like what McDaniels could be for this Hornets team. And I would like to see him finish out the year as a rotation player. I want to see Borrego stick with him and continue to give him some minutes because even if he doesn't give you 21 points a night, he's not going to do that. I think the three point shot is valuable for this team. I think the length, I think the defense, I, I like McDaniels, man. And it was nice to see all that come no, to no, a head. You're last absolutely night. right. I mean, the the only issue I ever had with J- uh, Jalen McDaniels playing was that he would play like he was on a 10 day. Like he would just the ball would go to him and he would just look for his offense and that would be it. At this point, if he's going to play within the offense and do these sort of things, then yeah, I want to see him in the rotation kind of like you. But I would just throw that caveat of. Yo, as long as he's not turning the ball over, because turning the ball over is the only reason why he hasn't been in the rotation this whole time. Yeah, and I I think that's more, look, there have been some bad games in that regard. I mean, if you look at it, he actually hasn't turned the ball over once in like the last seven contests that he played. But to your point, you look at that game against Toronto, he's got three turnovers in five minutes. So. Point taken there. You go back to another game earlier in the season against Dallas in 16 minutes of play. He had four turnovers against Golden State in 19 minutes of play. He had three. He will have those games every once in a while, but they are they're few and far between. I mean, you you can't you don't want to see them come in bunches in in a single outing. But yeah, like I, I just think. I think Jalen McDaniels is a guy I hope is in the rotation longer. And Borrego talked about that. You know, he discussed that it's not necessarily a McDaniels problem. It's the other guys that they had on the roster. You know, okay. I don't know if I buy a hundred percent into that, but, but, but at least he seems to have a good relationship with his players. His players continue to buy in. He said that McDaniels continues to tell JB I'm ready. You know, I'm ready for this moment. And he certainly was. No, last he absolutely night. was. He took, he took exact, he took advantage of, a moment last night, and let's see if he can build on it against Milwaukee, which I, I don't know about you, but my, I'm keeping my expectations low <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's Milwaukee. It's one of the best teams in the NBA, and the Hornets don't have Malik, Lamelo, or Gordon. And real quickly, you know, the other thing that I like is we've talked a lot, Nada, about how PJ and Miles allow you 
to do something different than other NBA teams when they go small because PJ is not as tall as your typical five miles is not as tall as your typical four, but their springiness and certainly more so for miles who has dunk contest springs, those guys ability to protect the rim and their activity. They help you get away with some of those smaller lineups. When you've got your tallest player out there on the court playing three, Mm -hmm. right? Like the starting lineup that they opened up with was McDaniels at the three PJ at the at miles at the four PJ at the five. I love that, <laughs> especially with Jalen's ability to hit the three ball. All of those guys miles at 38% PJ, a very capable three point shooter, really good at that as well. If Jalen can be consistent, right? If yeah. he can give you that 36% three point shooting, which you know he did in the G League, he was good. He was good last year. We'll see what kind of three point shooting he can give you on a better sample size going forward. Nada, that's an awesome small ball five. And I say small, like they're three is six ten. Yeah. I, I love that lineup. And we talked about it, I think, at the at the beginning of the year, but we just haven't seen McDaniels a whole lot. I, I'm giddy about a six ten guy at the three with PJ and Miles playing four or five and that being considered yeah, small. No, like I like the switchability of that lineup, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. Like that way you have guys that can cover the pick and roll, you have guys that can cover three point it makes that zone that much more hard more difficult to deal with and if you're going to do that and have that versatility and that's something that i know that borrego and mitch kupchak have talked about a lot is just the ability to switch on defense one through five like i love this i love this lineup i love the versatility of it and like if this is gonna work keyword if If this is going to work, it unlocks so much more to the point where you don't have to worry about Terry having to carry you in every single game. We we didn't get a great game from Devontae Graham. He just was there. But at the same time, it didn't matter because defensively, they were tightening up. Like offensively, the floor was spaced. That kind of like Jalen McDaniels is a wild card in that regard where if he's. I think that that matters. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it and 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 a positive wild card more so like, you know, wild card, meaning that there is a wide uh, array of things that could happen with this individual player. You know, I, I think it's only viewed in a positive light for me, you know, because if the, the negative is that McDaniels doesn't play and he's been out of the rotation for most of the season. So it's like, what more negative can you get? Now you're kind of forced to throw him in there and I only see positive, right? Like if he goes in there and, and doesn't play well, then, you know, he gets out of the rotation and you're doing the same kind of things that you're doing earlier. I I would hate that, but Jalen McDaniels, he just has some things that other NBA players don't other, uh, the, the Charlotte Hornets have something in McDaniels that just other teams don't have a ton of a guy that could come off of the bench that can hit threes. That's six ten. that has that kind of defensive awareness that has that kind of length. I just, I really like what they have long-term. Hopefully he can continue to, um, play up to what he could be. All right. Bet online AG. It's the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA college basketball and the NHL, uh, they're all in full swing except for college basketball. I shouldn't say that that just ended. So don't, don't go bet on college basketball anymore. If anybody says, Hey, we've got to bet on this college basketball game tonight. Don't take up on it. Don't be stupid. <laughs> bet online even covers awards, TV shows and reality TV. They've got real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They've got you covered for all the news 
scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, promo code locked on. We'll talk a little bit more about this game and what they can do going forward coming up in the last segment of the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. And I was cutting a rug in that place, not a funk master flag. Shout out so, to him. Again, Walker, how old are you again? Uh, I am 28 years old. <laughs> I didn't know a person under 35 used cutting a rug anymore. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Locked On NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. You can subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft. Let's get to some of the other players' performances outside of Jalen McDaniels. I'll start with PJ once again, Nada. I know you hate this because... People have been criticizing what he's been doing, certainly offensively, and it wasn't a good shooting night for him. Once again, three of 13 from the field, two of nine from three point land. I'm glad that he took nine three pointers, by the way, Um, but he only hit two of them. So the shot making not there as much did get seven rebounds, did have three blocks, you know, so only to credit what he did defensively uh, once again and 12 points he finishes with because he also went to the foul line four times and he knocked down all four of his free throws. PJ, the, the shot has to start falling for him more. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's been a problem lately. It's not one of these things where I worry about PJ a ton long term, right? Like I'm not. I'm not saying, oh, God, he's going to be so bad. He's been inconsistent. It's it's a lot of the same analysis that we've given you a lot with him. I do like that PJ can come in and Borrego is starting to lean into the PJ playing five ball uh, a little bit more. And I think that does open up some shots for him on the perimeter because when you do have bigger guys on him, they might be a little bit more reluctant to go outside. They want to stay closer to the to the rim. And I think that eventually is going to lead to PJ hitting more of those shots, hopefully taking more of those shots like he did last yeah. night and 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 developing better offensively. And then maybe you know we'll see about taking those guys off of the dribble. The shot's just not falling for him right now. And it's, it's, uh, it's a bad slump that he's in. And I'm hoping that he can get out of that sooner rather like, than later. Here's my thing when we have this convert, when we continually have this same conversation about PJ Washington. Are, I think we ignore that he's the best defensive center that the Hornets have. Like, that's not open for discussion anymore. The defense gets better when he's playing center. Rebounding gets better when he's playing center. There's a lot of this that changes, like the calculus changes when he's at center. Yes, it's a make-or-miss league. I completely agree with that. At the same time, we kind of need to be easy on this because – He's doing a lot of great stuff. It just happens to be on the floor, side of the floor where we don't necessarily notice that, and it's a little bit more nuanced than, oh, he's making a bunch of buckets. Because quiet as is kept, I kind of like this version of P.J. Washington more than I do last year's version that put up a whole bunch of buckets but was getting moved off the block by IT. <laughs> He'll never live no, that No, he down. will never, ever, <laughs> ever live that down to me no like like that's the thing like you're telling me i can have one or two guys 
He's in a shooting slump, but he's playing some of the best defensive and rebounding play. He's having some of the best rebounding and defensive play of his career thus far. Or he can be moved off the block, get pushed off the block by everybody, and not be that great of a defender. Yo, give me this guy. Give me this guy, and I'm not sure it's fairly close. Um, yeah, looking elsewhere with, with the with what the Hornets did, you know, Miles Bridges, he gave you a, a good game. Plus 23 in the plus minus column, 16 points, six of eight from the field, hit a couple of three pointers. Did he go five of five from the field yes, early he on? He, I believe he, he, he did. He didn't miss a shot to the, I want to say either the midway third quarter or fourth quarter point. Like, yeah. like, um, like he was the best yeah. guy on the floor for me last night. That was the best player on the floor that wasn't that that was in a Hornets jersey. He defended, he scored, he tried to make plays for others. Like this guy, like Miles is taking a step, and I don't think we're paying enough attention to that. Like of everybody that's we asked to step up and do stuff and do more. Like, and this is something that we have to. This is something that we, I know we've talked about, but progress isn't linear. The coaching staff basically asked Miles to take a step back and then in doing that he's grown his game even more and that's something yeah and and I think yeah it is no and and I think Miles playing the four has really helped him and James Brago spoke about Miles a lot last night and it wasn't even a question about him it was really about Jalen McDaniels and then James Brago went into how Miles is affected because when Gordon Hayward goes out then you're asking Miles to play more three And when Jalen McDaniels can come in, you go back to Miles playing the four, and that's where he's been more comfortable. Um, You you see, it just, even if, I mean, he just seems more comfortable there offensively and defensively, and maybe you can get more consistent scoring nights from him because as good as Miles has been this year, you know, he has had the inconsistent scoring nights. I'm not saying that means he's been bad in those games, but if we're just strictly talking about scoring, he gives you a lot of single digit outputs. You know, he gave you a lot in March and he gave you a, a decent amount as well as in the month of February. Maybe with those guys being down, when you lose 44% of your offense, Miles is going to have to find other ways to to score for you and help you out a little bit. And he's done that in, in, in four games, right? Against the Nets, he gave you 10 points. Um, against the Celtics, he gave you 10, even though nobody but he played well in, in that game, really um, 23 points against the Pacers in that win. That was huge for them. And then 16 last night, you know, Miles is starting to put the ball in the bucket a little bit more because they need him to. And James Brego likes putting McDaniels in there because it allows Miles to play the four and PJ even to play the five still. And he did say this. I thought this was interesting. Nada. Brego said basically it, not in not verbatim, but to the sense that He's a little worried about bringing Miles Bridges to the starting lineup just because he was such an energy boost off of the bench yeah. for them, just because that he was playing so well in the second unit and providing something for the Hornets once they had to give some of the starters a rest. And now that you have to play Miles or that you're choosing to play Miles in the starting lineup, Cody is going to have to give you that. And he did last night, 14 rebounds, 16 points, um, really good performance from Cody Zeller coming off of 15 points, I should say. Um, you know, good performance from him, but it was interesting to me to hear that from Borrego and I get it. I totally get it. I just thought that was, uh, interesting no, for him that's, to admit. That's, again, and it's something that like I do kind of enjoy that is that at this point, Borrego's admitting that there's a flow like, and I, this is something that, and this is another topic for another day, but that eternal eye test versus analytics thing, 
Like, he's admitting that there's a flow to this game that sometimes you just, like, have to have. There's an energy, and it's not just numbers. And the just plugging Miles in and plugging Miles in and then not having that energy boost off the bench may hurt them. But at the same time, for right now, you kind of need that energy to start the game because it's all hands on deck headed towards the end of the season at this point. So... I do enjoy like this is there's so much to enjoy about this, especially when you know that like this is just about development and growth. This is not about wins and losses, right? Right, Walker? We've gone over this nearly <laughs> enough. Oh, this man. is not about wins and losses. This is not about finals or busts. This is literally just about watching this team grow and develop. And then we can we can have all these expectations discussions as soon as the season's over. Well, you know, the Hornets and end this road trip at worst. They're going to finish three and three, and we expect them to lose against Milwaukee because they're one of the best teams in the NBA and road trips that have been five games or more. The Hornets have gone three and three in the first one in the first West Coast trip. They went two and three in the second trip that they had. And on this one, they're going to finish again at worst three and three barring an upset against the Bucks. They continue to survive those stretches and even give you maybe a little bit more than what's expected. They've got 22 games left on the schedule. Eight of those contests are against teams that are currently not in the playoffs, and that's not including the Knicks, who could be out of the playoffs in in just a moment with them being the eight seed. So, look, (laughs) I don't. I I think it's too much for the Hornets. I, I don't expect them certainly to hold on to the four spot. If you were to make me bet money on this, I would probably say that they fall out of the playoffs to get all together and and find one of those spots in the play-in tournament. I look at this bench, Nada, and even with Cody Zeller coming off of the bench and giving you a, a, a nice outing against the Oklahoma City Thunder, what that bench looks like uh, looks like right now, it's the Martin Twins, Cody, and Brad Wanamaker who played last night, mm-hmm. and Biz who gets minutes, you know, Frequently still, he got a DNP CD last night, but it's also biz, which doesn't make me feel any better about the bench. So basically it's Cody, right? Like that's the guy that you feel really good about every yes. single night coming in and, and doing what he's supposed to. At least I'll say this. I, I expected Brad Wanamaker to be a complete non-factor <laughs> after True. the Hornets traded for him. And the injuries have allowed him to get in, um, I I think, a few more minutes than we expected, a lot more minutes than we expected. But he's done some nice things. You know, he had a couple of threes. I I liked, you know, one of the plays that he had where I I thought maybe he was dribbling the air out of the ball a little too much. But at the end of that possession, I'm thinking about he he dropped a two pointer. So, you know, and I think it was a floater. So he gave you 12 points, uh, had six assists in this one. All right. You know, I mean, they're, they're getting nicer things from Brad Wanamaker than I expected. I just think that the overall talent, the bench, even with a schedule that eases up down the line, I, you know, it's, it's nice to see them beat Oklahoma city, but I will see if they can survive like they have the other West coast road trips and uh, all the other road trips, I should say. Yeah, no, this is going to be one of those situations where it's going to be all hands on deck. I love what Wanamaker did. I think that what Wanamaker did well, again, in terms of, especially with the pick and roll, like the pick and roll game that him and Cody Zeller had, it's kind of sharp. Now, granted, again, we have mm-hmm. to grade this on a curve because it's the OKC Thunder and they're really not trying to win. Right, which is where my hesitance yeah, exactly. comes from, too. But at the same time, this was a, this, like, I understand that they're probably not going to get one of the top six seeds. Again, 
This is about evaluation. This is about development. This is not about wins. I know people want wins. I personally could care less at this point. This ride has been fun. James Brago now. No, <laughs> honestly, James Brago, and you talked about it earlier, if not for a pandemic, would have co- have hit the over in his first three years as head coach and is most likely going to get at least a play-in game, if not a playoff series this year. Like, I'm happy. I'm satisfied right now. They, as long as no one has any significant season-ending, in, like season or career-threatening injury at this point, I am happy. I wish everybody <laughs> else would be too. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Hornets. Thanks again for supporting the show. Tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On NBA or really any show on the Locked On Podcast Network. Also, thanks to Locker Room for supporting the show. Have a great day. We got one more show to finish out the week. We'll be back with you tomorrow.